Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, the reading is from Luke 12, verses 49 to 56. I came to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptised, and what stress I am under until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, five in one household will be divided. Three against two and two against three. They will be divided. Father against son and son against father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother Mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. He also said to the crowds, When you see a cloud rising in the west, do you immediately say, It's going to rain? And so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, There will be scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites! You know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? This is the Gospel of the Lord. To you, O Christ. Please be seated. Thank you, Jeanette. Now, Jesus is not saying in that reading, go and start fires, yeah? Jesus said what he will bring will be like a wildfire. Now, I talked about how people understood what was happening in their environment. After harvest in Jesus' time, what would happen is they'd bring the harvest in, they would separate the wheat from the rest of uh, the harvest. So you'd have the chaff on one side and you'd have the wheat that they would keep in barns. So it's the produce that they're bringing in, the blessing, all that they've got, the provision that has been supplied. The other stuff is burnt. It's consumed. And what they also did at the time is they would set fire to the stubble that was in the fields. And they would do that so that they would protect the soil from uh, the stubble basically becoming like uh, a mass of uh, a biomass that was stealing the nutrients and the nitrogen out of the soil as it decomposed. So they would set fire very carefully the farmers would set fire to their fields and go round putting them out as they saw it move further away. We see firefighters doing that these days at the moment. If you watch on the news, you'll see them hitting with a big flat bit of plastic on the end of a stick to put out the flames. We don't do that anymore these days because it's not good for the environment. It's not good for the environment because it produces lots of CO2. We understand that now. Now what we do is we clear all that vegetation completely and we put some nutrients back in to actually help. We put fertilisers in and stuff like that. We do things differently. But at Jesus' time, they would actually do this. Uh, So at the end of harvest, to see the fires being started, they knew what that meant. And when it was a really dry summer, when it was like it is in some ways now, they knew that the, the stubble... Uh, the ground would take quickly and it would move quicker than you could probably chase it. And if you listen to some of the stories coming out from firefighters at the moment, we hear the same thing of a fire that's going quicker than you can actually run. The, the flames are like 20 feet tall. It's all consuming. When Jesus says, I'm bringing fire, what he's talking about is what's coming next 
is going to be like a wildfire rushing through. But Jesus is not saying go and set fires. He is also not saying leave your families. You might have heard that and thought, oh, okay. But what he is saying is that actually sometimes it's going to be really difficult and we have to choose between Jesus and our family that people might be against us because we follow Jesus. Now, Jesus isn't saying anything about not being with family. And if you think he is, then I want to say to you, you need to go back and read his accounts of when he follows what his mum says to do. Yeah, Jesus does what his mum says to do. So any children or young people, follow what your mum says to do, because Jesus did that. Think of the wedding of Cana. He said, it's not my time, and she said, go and do it, and he did. Yeah. Um, There were other times where he checked on his mum, and actually in his last days, in his last hours, where he knew that he wasn't going to be able to be there for his mum, he got somebody else, and he said, this is your son, and she is your mother. So he was looking out for his mum, even when he was just about to uh, finish his time with us on earth. Family is important for Jesus. Family is important for God. In fact, family is part of God's creation. He is in community with himself, Father God and Holy Spirit, and he calls us into that same family to be with him. So family is important. And family is important here at St. Paul's. We're gathered today as a family. And actually, it's really important that we do all of these things. Now, this is likely to be one of my last talks that I do here at St. Paul's. Uh, Unless, of course, as Bimby said, I will invite you back, Mark. And there's me, okay. Um, But I want to leave you with a quote about family that really sums up what family is like, yeah? A family unit is not about being on the same page at the same time. It's about being in the same book working towards the same ending. So I'm going to say that again. Family unity is not about being on the same page at the same time. It's about being in the same book, working towards the same ending. So as a family, we're all in different places, depending on our age and where we are. And we're all in different places in, if you like, God's book. But we're all in the same book. And we're all heading to the same ending, which is an eternity with God. So when we look at what Jesus is saying around starting a fire and what's coming next, that's part of our story. It's part of where we are heading. Now, one of the things it also said, um, we had some joy. On Friday, we had a wedding. Can you notice that we had a wedding? It's absolutely lovely. It's one of our young people coming back to get married, who's going from one part of his life to the next. He's going on to a different page, a different chapter, um, but he's still part of our family. He's still connected. For myself, I'll be going on to a different um, chapter, but I'm still part of the family. I'm still uh, part of um, moving forward. Now, when we saw these weddings, over the last three months, I've had the joy of going to three young people's weddings, yeah? Uh, Louise Churches got married over in Keston. Alex got married here. And Pete got married as well. And it was absolutely wonderful to be part of a family where we're supporting them and encouraging them on. 
And that's what we are called to at St. Paul's and have been for quite a few years, to build family across all generations. That children are welcome. That actually, when we do stuff together, we do it well. And everybody has their place. Now, I'd like to play a little game with you. We've got a few children here with us today and some adults. Now, what I want to say is if you were an adult, if you were over the age of 18, can you put your hand up? No lying. If you're over the age of 18, you put your hand up. You are an adult. You are a parent. The children that you see around you, they are your responsibility because as a church... We all have, if you like, parental responsibilities for them, yeah? To see them grow up, to help them, to encourage them. And kids, you look at everybody that had their hands up, you have a responsibility to learn from them, yeah? To let them build you up, to give them respect. Is that all right? Excellent. But in the reading, Jesus did say that it might be father against son and son against father a mother against daughter. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to quickly have a game of beat the parents. Yeah? You guys are going to be the parents. You guys are going to be the kids. Now, what it means is we're going to have four questions. Let's bring the scoreboard up. Uh, We're going to have four questions. Winner takes all. And as we didn't have any birthdays, there are some sweets. Um, Kids, make sure that you win. I haven't got enough sweets for the parents. Um, But yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to do four questions. Now... Uh, who's, who's responsible or trustworthy? Anyone? Are you trustworthy? Excellent. Can you split the pack for me so that I can't be accused of cheating? Thank you. There you go. That's our, our first, first question is from there. Now, what we're gonna, do you want to start with the kids? Right, here we go. Oh, who wrote the book, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe? Well done. Thank you very much. One point to the children. Now, I'll turn the card over because the adult questions are at the top. Oh. All right. (laughs) Yeah, all right. I've got one. What is the only mammal that can fly? Do you say bats? Well done. That's good. This is going to be close. Right, somebody say when. Liz, as you got that one, say when. Thank you. So, uh, kids, we're going to start with you. Oh, that's hard. In the future, what will the present be? Children. <laughs> I know we're all children, aren't we? It's okay. So, let me say it over here. In the future, what will the present be? The past. Excellent. Point to the children. Now, to the adults, here we go. Uh, What is the name of the Simpsons pet dog? Oh, my word. Right. Uh, Mandy, say when. Here we go. Now, kids. Where did Adam and Eve live? It's on the questions. It's good, this. Come on, where did Adam and Eve live? Thank you at the back, the Garden of Eden. Teenagers down here, work on it a little bit harder. Um, Right. What colour is a triple word score square in Scrabble? 
Reds. Oh, this is getting too good. Right, last one. This is to play for everything. Oh, this could be a draw. This could be a nightmare. Uh, Kelechi, say yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I meant when. Sorry. When. There you go. Say yes, I meant when. Never mind. Right, so. Um, oh. Ooh. What country does goulash come from? Are you a child, Bimbi? Are you a child? No. Can we take one point off the adults for that? <laughs> Let me ask some children or some young people. What country does goulash come from? Hungary. Excellent. Point to the children. That's good. Excellent. Now, parents, here we go. Oh, where is... Well, actually, I can't ask you that. Um, all right, I'm going to ask you this question, but Liz, you're not allowed to answer, all right? Do we have any other doctors in the house? Put your hand up if you're a doctor. A doctor or a nurse. Jeanette, thank you. Thank you very much. No nurses, no doctors. So here we go. Where is the smallest muscle in the human body. This is to draw, parents, all right? Where is the smallest muscle in the human body? Where do we reckon? Where do we reckon? She's not allowed to answer. Don't ask Jeanette. The smallest muscle. I don't think I use this one. You think it's the eye? Any, anybody else? The tongue? Excellent. I'm just going to say, you are nowhere... Well, actually, you are near, but it's not the right one. So, kids, you've won, which is great. It's what we wanted. Um, I know we keep on getting accused of cheating. Yeah, The other week, that was totally accidental. We thought we got it right. We're sorry, Eden, that we didn't give you your prize. We got it wrong. But this time, it's Bimbi's fault. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's actually in the ear. I didn't know we had muscles in the ear. Uh, put your hand up if you can wiggle your ears. We've got three people that have got muscles in their ears. So, there we go. I don't know. What muscle is it? It's on the inside, is it? What does it do, Liz? Helps when the music's too loud. Excellent. So you're all going to be using your ear muscles today, which is good. Now, we wanted to have a, a little bit of fun as a family uh, and to um, just stay united. Although Jesus in his reading talks about actually following him can cause division. Actually following him calls us to be close together, to be a family, maybe on different pages uh, maybe at different times, but together. Now, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to have our second reading. I'm going to ask Bimbi to come forward and just bring us our second reading, which is all about giants of faith, is what I'm going to call it. Some people from the Old Testament. So you're going to have to think and remember all the different stories that we know from the Old Testament. Our second reading is from Hebrews chapter 11, reading from verse 29 to chapter 12, verse 2. 
By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as if it were dry land. But when the Egyptians attempted to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had received the spies in peace. And what more should I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, won strength out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured, refusing to accept release in order to obtain a better resurrection. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned to death. They were sawn in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, persecuted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. Yet all these, though they were commended for their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better so that they would not, without us, be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross disregarding its shame and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. This is the word of the Lord. Now, in our readings today, we have heard that uh, there isn't a promise of when we follow God and Jesus that everything's going to be perfect and peaceful. Uh, We heard in this reading that there are times where these giants of faith conquered kingdoms, brought justice, obtained promises, that lions' mouths were closed, fires were quenched, they escaped death. It's amazing. If you want to find out about the faith of others, read them in the Old Testament. Go and find them. Use this reading as a way of going to find out God's uh, people's story and you will be encouraged by their faith. By faith and through faith, we see amazing things happen. But we also see where things don't happen. When things are hard. And it's at that same time that we see their faith keep them true to who God is. That they still stand even when things are difficult. Because of the God that they trust in. You want to be filled with faith? Read their stories. See how they trust the belief that they had, their absolute faith that their God is there and is for them, no matter uh, what, that he is their God and they are his children. 
That's what we hear in this reading today, is we hear of people just being uh, in worship of God. And that leads us into a time of worshipping ourselves. And we're going to worship in the same way. And we're going to tell uh, the story of uh, some of these people about Daniel and the lion's den, about David and Goliath. Uh, And we're going to do some of these uh, things. We're going to declare them. Uh, We're going to worship God together now in song. So I'm going to ask the band to come up. We're actually going to have some help with our first song. Because you'll all know I'm no good at actions. Yeah? And I proved it this morning, didn't I, band? Yeah. Every time I was supposed to be putting my hands up, I was putting them down. And vice versa. Normally what I do is I step back a little bit so that I can see Helen out the corner of my eye and I'm about two seconds behind her. And we have no Helen because she's on annual leave. So we've had to call in extra, extra support, not just these guys up here who are helping with our youth bands, but also people online. So we have the joy. It's all right, they're they're piped. They're not not live, people. Uh, We are going to have our first song, which is called, what's it called? King of Me, and we're going to have some help from, the band, uh, from YouTube as well. So please stand, and we're going to give the actions a go, aren't we? Yeah. So follow the people on the screen, not me.